This is One Path with Metro Health, your toolkit for helping to combat the opioid epidemic as a member of the medical community with empathy, mindfulness, and a big picture perspective. I'm Libby Polaya, educator within Metro Health's Department of Opioid Safety. Thanks for joining us. Last episode, we talked with Dr. Bob Smith about the basic psychology of addiction and the stigma surrounding opioid use disorders. He gave us some practical advice for gauging the needs of patients experiencing addiction from a humanistic, interpersonal standpoint. And today, we're pivoting to the digital. Metro Health's electronic health record tools and opioid safety EPIC dashboard as a case study in what hospital systems can do to increase ease of safer prescribing measures in the everyday practices of doctors. Metro Health has a comprehensive system of dashboards and tools within their electronic health records to aid providers in making informed choices when it comes to prescribing for their patients. And who better to orient us within those systems than Dr. Jonathan Siff, the Associate Chief Medical Informatics Officer for Metro Health, and Carolyn Tobian, the Director of the Office of Opioid Safety. We wanted to start by establishing the role that electronic health systems play in influencing provider behavior, particularly as a tool for opioid safety. The purpose of any electronic health system is to augment the provider's ability to care for patients. And with respect, particularly to opioids, the things that we can do to help those providers are we can present data in a way that's meaningful to them. We can make sure that data is available to them at the point of care and that we uh, have easy access to context-appropriate tools. This would be things like making sure they have the right doses for ordering and to guide them to the state and federal requirements to, around opioid providing and uh, to make sure that when they're doing a function in the system that they are able to clearly understand what the system expects and to address it simply without having to fully disrupt their workflow. When we created these tools and these best practices, our ultimate goal is really to create tools and resources and supports to allow prescribers and providers to make the best and safest decision and make it the easiest decision to make. There are a number of ways that comprehensive, integrated electronic health records can help providers make better choices for their patients. The electronic health record can help in a number of ways. First is at the point of care, which is that the electronic health record allows us to, again, guide providers to correct dosing, correct medications. It helps us guide providers to non-opioid alternatives um, for patients' pain. It also allows providers to quickly access information such as the state PMP database to see if patients have had multiple prescriptions in the past or have a concerning pattern of a controlled substance use. We also allow providers to review data longitudinally so they can see how their prescribing practices compare to their peers and physicians are nothing if not um, competitive, and they don't want to be the worst at anything. So if they see that their numbers are not in line with their peers, this is often actually a great catalyst for change. One of the most important elements of the dashboard created by Metro Health are co-prescribing alerts, simple notifications that bring attention to potentially nasty prescription combinations that providers may not be aware of. Co-prescribing alerts refer to alerts that the providers get within the system around their prescribing habits. This may be because the dose of the opioid is too high to be safe, or in some cases because the patient is already on a benzodiazepine, a sedative medication which in com combination with opioids can be extremely dangerous. Or also commonly we have co-prescribing alerts around 
prescribing naloxone when you prescribe opioids. Naloxone is the antidote to opioid overdose. And there's good literature that shows that when patients have naloxone available in the community, that it saves lives. And so we've really tried to push our providers to provide naloxone with opioid prescriptions, along with uh, other education to try and reduce the morbidity and mortality of our prescribing. The promotion of naloxone prescribing among providers has led to direct, concrete, positive outcomes for patients and the community at large. We've been providing prompts since early in 2019 and have seen a uh, over a thousand-fold increase in our prescribing of naloxone to patients when we co-prescribe opioids. Like I mentioned before, this is kind of a, a prescriber do the right thing order set. And we've seen um, once we incorporated this, this order set, um, close to a 71% increase um, with prescribing naloxone to our patients. Another tool that Metro Health uses to make strides towards greater opioid safety is the opioid registry. The opioid registry is an automated system that collects information on patients who are prescribed opioids, things like when was it prescribed, who prescribed it, how long was the prescription for, as well as other measures that are important to providers, and lets us easily report on them in dashboards. We have made a number of dashboards available to providers at their individual level, and we also have administrative dashboards that let department chairpersons and our senior leadership look at how the organization is doing it a whole and drill down into individual departments or individual providers if there's concerns. And we also need to be able to look as an organization and see how are we doing, are we prescribing too many pills, are we prescribing to the right people? So we use the opioid registry and dashboards in combination to help us answer those questions. For those experiencing opioid use disorder, medical-assisted treatment, or MAT, can be a huge part of their recovery. We'll have an entire episode about MAT later on in this series, but know this. MAT is a life-changing and life-saving option for those experiencing opioid addiction and an option that some providers may not necessarily think to utilize without being prompted to do so. MAT is a really important component of Metro Health's approach to opioids in this epidemic, and we have implemented a number of things with the electronic health record to try and help the MAT providers do this more easily. We have for the emergency department an MAT order set, which allows providers in the emergency department who may not prescribe it as often more easily follow the rules and put the right uh, sets of orders in for patients and ensure that patients are appropriate for MAT at the time of care. We've also created a MAT registry which allows us to easily track patients who've received MAT and feed information back to the MAT providers. This is important because the way the licensing for MAT works, providers have limitations on how many patients they can concurrently treat. And this dashboard and registry information helps them uh, keep track of that. Another tool available to providers is the MEDD calculator, which stands for Morphine Equivalent Daily Dose. This is a measure of how much opioid medication the patient is getting and helps us make it equivalent across all the various formulations of opioids. The key to the use of the MADD calculator is that the system can actually calculate for the provider both what the patient's existing dose is and if they are planning to prescribe, how that prescription would change that. And there are certain thresholds that have been set up by the government where we have different alerts and different requirements of how to treat patients and manage them. 
So the calculator quickly allows the provider to see, okay, the patient is currently at 30 MEDD. If I give this this new prescription, they'll now be at 80. 80 is a trigger point. If I hit 80, if I'm going to go ahead with this prescription, here are the things I additionally need to do. And we make this available all throughout the EHR. We make it available in the patient header. We make it available during order entry. Again, we want pay- providers to have key information at the right point in their workflow so they don't have to leave prescribing and go look for a piece of information and then go back. We're able to determine um, opioid pills and pills per 100 counters, um, drill down to the provider name, and determine that they've decreased with our, our tools and resources and supports um, within the EHR. At the same time, we've noticed the MAT prescriptions have steadily increased. So that's also another another nice way to look at this data to determine we're going down in prescriptions, but we're going up in you know MAT um, medications and, and the support for our patients that are suffering from opioid use disorder. Perhaps the most time-saving and comprehensive element of the opioid dashboard at Metro Health is the opioid snapshot a conglomerate of patient data and data surrounding their prescriptions. The opioid snapshot is our primary method of aggregating information for providers. We have an opioid peer review committee that was spending an inordinate amount of time combing through charts looking for the information they needed to appropriately review providers prescribing. And to try and make that a more seamless process, I created a snapshot that brings in the patient's prescriptions, their toxicology reports, and a variety of other pieces of information key to those evaluations. And what we discovered was the information was not only valuable to our peer review committee, but to individual providers when looking at a patient and trying to get an overall picture quickly of that individual patient's opioid history. So we made that snapshot available to all providers at the point of care, and it's really been a nice tool for them to be able to quickly visualize a patient's information. When you add that in with the data from the PMP, it really gives a provider an overall picture of, is this patient appropriate for opioids, and are there other things I can do if they're already taking opioids to reduce their dependence on those medications? Opioid risk scoring is the next step beyond the opioid snapshot a tool created to help providers estimate the potential negative outcomes of prescribing a given patient an opioid. With respect to the opioid risk scoring, we have a number of tools in our electronic health record that allow providers to create a score, giving them an idea of the risk of providing opioids to a certain patient. These tools can be used both in primary care and by our our pain management providers. We are also currently working on predictive analytics to predict which patients may be at risk for opioid dependence if we do prescribe for them, um, which will hopefully give us an opportunity to not prescribe to patients who may be high risk where there's other options and prevent um, future addiction. Even though Metro Health may have been one of the first adopters of this sort of technology, Dr. Siff says that many health organizations are now using similar tools, and their respective communities are reaping the benefits of a streamlined process for prescribers. We realize that if we didn't make it easy for providers to do the right thing, unfortunately, oftentimes they would not. I've been around the country talking on some of these topics before, and the thing that actually generates more interest than anything is MetroHealth's governance practices and how we inspect what we expect of our providers and how we, we ensure that things are happening the way we want them to so that we're getting those great changes in our numbers that Carolyn mentioned, a decrease in prescribing of opioids and an increase in uh, MAT and treatment for our patients. And that's really key to any of this is that you have to ensure that what you are 
helping to happen through your electronic health record implementation is actually making a difference. And if it's not, then you need to adjust your course. If you're listening to all of this and you're working for a health system that doesn't yet have these types of tools in place, you may be wondering how implementing similar systemic changes can happen. Dr. Sif says that it's relatively simple. The basic functionality, which we discussed, can be implemented in any electronic health record. Certainly for customers of the Epic Electronic Health Record, Epic has made efforts to create standard or foundation versions of most of these alerts and most of these dashboards customers can then customize to their own needs. For others using non-EPIC electronic health records, I think that their vendors are willing to be engaged and should be engaged to try and help the organizations quickly and efficiently implement these types of efforts. But all the major electronic health system vendors have functionality similar to what we've discussed. It's just a matter of making sure that you implement it in your electronic health systems version in a way that makes sense for your providers and your workflows. Another person who has been instrumental in creating digital tools for promoting opioid safety at Metro Health is Peter Lawson, Manager of Business Intelligence within the Department of Operations and Research Analytics. The work that I do with the Office of Opioid Safety is both you know, part of my job, but from the beginning has been um, really uh, a labor of love and a part of my kind of commitment and passion for for improving the lives of the patients we take care of. We look at at the number of pills prescribed, you know, with a goal of saying we should be working every day to minimize the number of doses of opioids that, you know, that ultimately are making their way into the community. We also measure the percentage of patients who are receiving an opioid, and we look at the, some various ways of looking at how well uh, the prescribing sort of aligns with our expectations based on guidance from, from CDC and others. Peter told us that in addition to co-prescribing alerts and MEDD, there's another use for the data compiled by the opioid safety dashboard. We look at how providers are doing in documenting their use of the, the ORS system, which is the Ohio pharmacy data that that says, you know, what else is this patient being prescribed um, based on um, that statewide database um, to look for, you know, other indications that the patient might already be getting opioids elsewhere or isn't having their care um, for pain well managed centrally. Peter explains that all of this opioid data isn't only used to provide more cultivated and personalized care for patients, but also to inform decisions made by leadership at Metro Health. Our executive leadership gets a monthly scorecard that takes the system as a whole and reports the those measures, and it reports how we're doing in the current month. It trends it against uh, how we were doing in this period uh, last year, and we look at it, all of them over time. In terms of clinical leadership, department chairs or division directors also have access to a dashboard that shows just their clinicians and gives a more granular clinician-centric view, comparing the group of providers to one another and how they're performing in, in, in these various metrics. From the beginning of his collaboration with the Office of Opioid Safety, Peter says that a top priority was creating a data-first approach to combating the opioid epidemic. If we're trying to change behavior, fundamentally to make patients safer, to make the organization safer, um, to make individual 
providers and prescribers to make their practices safer. We really should be looking to say, how are we communicating? How are we partnering? Looking for bad actors puts everyone in a, in a defensive posture. As somebody who has knowledge expertise in public health, I don't pretend to understand how a given clinician should be caring for a given patient. I think that relationship borders on the sacred, right? It's at least institutionalized as a very doctor-patient relationships are, are, are critical. What I've always wanted to do is make sure we steer the conversation towards providing information and context to providers to say, you know, this is this is a way for you to see patterns in what you're doing with your patients that maybe you can't see, you know, in the day-to-day grind of caring for so many. And moment to moment, we all make the best decisions that we, we can. We make the decisions we think are best for that individual patient at the time. But seeing it in context, I think anyone can be aided in seeing sort of a, a larger view of what they do in the context of, say, comparison to their peers. And someone who may have felt that their practice was very much, you know, middle of the road and their prescribing patterns were very much sort of right in line might find that they are in one of the edges of the distribution in terms of how much or, or how frequently. And while that can make anyone feel uncomfortable, I think in the moment as partners in this change and really ultimately in partners in trying to to make sure that you know the community is well served and that the organization is well well served going forward we're really trying to see more accurately understand things in context and then just make sure that the measures we're presenting are based on the latest guidelines and are based on science and um, while they're not meant to to dictate behavior of the providers or the prescribers you know, they're meant to put that individual decision into some kind of context that can help them see see what else might be possible. These are extraordinarily well-trained, compassionate, caring individuals who went into this profession with the desire to help and to heal. And, you know, our message and our tools should all be aligned with things that can help them achieve their part of that mission. And for Peter... Like many of the folks at Metro Health and other hospital systems in Ohio, this work does cross into personal territory. You know, my my own life, my own my own family's lives have, have been touched by addiction and and this this crisis, as have many of us. And I think that that human component of how much suffering and how much stigma and shame surrounds issues of addiction and mental health, none of that should be transferred onto the medical profession as a guilty party to be blamed for this. It's it's just the idea that you know there's there's so much suffering and we have you know, a unique and privileged position to try to address that and address the, the roots of it. And monitoring prescription activity and compliance with guidelines, I mean, these are approaches to try to improve the health of the community and de-risk the practice and de-risk the organization. But really, these are, these are lives made better or worse by the decisions that patients make, that providers make. It's a, it's a bundle of human tragedy. And for me personally, it's why doing this work has been more than just a job for me. You know, I've spent many, many extra hours and nights, you know, working on data, sometimes, you know, seeing things, understanding kind of the depth of the crisis from a, a human patient level that, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's, it's changed, it's changed me. And it's, it's also the work that I, I feel like I'm the most, most proud of in my professional life. So, so if it ever seems that uh, the numbers are bad and this is, you know, reports or these things are being used punitively or it's, um, you know, it's, it's mistrusted and, and certainly it can always be improved, but um, at least for my part, I think that it's, uh, I think that we're all in this together. Next time on One Path with Metro Health. All mountains get moved by taking that first little step. We talk with Medical Director of the Office of Opioid Safety, Dr. Joan Papp, on the peer review process within the Metro Health system. 
One Path with Metro Health is a production of Evergreen Podcasts, produced, written, and engineered by Hannah Ray Leach and mixed by Sean Rule Hoffman. Special thanks to Mike Tobin, Carolyn Tobian, Joan Papp, Joya Riff, and the entire Department of Opioid Safety in making this show possible. You can learn more about OnePath, access opioid safety resources, and get connected with our team at OnePathPodcast.com. Thanks for joining us.